is there's some things that you can't fake. There's things that, you know, money can't buy. Like you can't buy that authenticity where you're just like, like you said, Olivia, like that's a true brand ambassador. Like Delaney is on my, like she's repping the clothes because she loves this shit. It makes her feel good. And people can see that. You can't pay for that. What's up, guys? Howdy, brothers. Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey and Water. I am your co-host, Jess. I am your co-host, Liv. And this is Whiskey and Water. And happy Monday, or whatever day that you're getting around to listening to this. We have an amazing episode per huge for you guys today. What else is now? We have on my longtime social media friend, uh, Leah Kirsch. I connected with Leah probably like, you know, like OG, OG, like Instagram days. Um, And she had this brand called Millionaires and she sent me clothes like back in college. Like this is probably like 2014 2015 era and we have just been internet friends ever since and so it was really great to like kind of come full circle today and have her on the podcast yeah and she rebranded herself and kind of during quarantine her business really skyrocketed and blew up she's most famously known for her tie-dye sets which are like super cute loungewear super comfy Mm -hmm. and she just kills it in that for now but she's we get into her story and like kind of how she started the brand what she she was like doing custom she does custom like sneakers as well she does kind of like streetwear for um, women and it's really just based around female empowerment feminism all that good stuff she's had she's had her pieces on halsey addison ray aoc d glazer really cool Uh, yeah really cool stuff so great conversation and we honestly took took a good amount away from it especially about being bosses and kind of like like maturing into that role and Mm -hmm. just scaling a small business like it's something that we are learning is a challenge that we are trying to overcome so we definitely pick her brains like i felt like that was a big sister moment i was like help me how how do you do this yeah no she's she's awesome it super well spoken yeah it was, it was great, great. but before we get into it we want to thank our show sponsors starting off with celsius you guys already know the deal cheers brother today we're drinking what are we drinking sparkling strawberry guava yum i am currently out of celsius and it's a damn shame you're probably gonna steal it's a damn shame first tyler's like when are we getting our celsius and then tyler's cousin is like yo do you have celsius and i'm like y'all i am out okay i have been rationing my celsius um (laughs) i know i owe you a few cans when i get my (laughs) re-up it's okay it's okay Aless is gonna come through for us i know it Mm. i have to get that sip in you guys already know the deal it's healthy energy accelerates metabolism and burns body fat I'm like, yeah, we should actually probably yeah. talk, talk about it. Probably. But you guys know it. We love Celsius. It has seven essential vitamins proven in six published university studies. And let's let's, let's talk a little bit more about these, these notes on the can. In 2005, vitamin industry entrepreneurs created Celsius. So it's made by people who know the fucking Who game. are smarticle. <laughs> and we were even putting Leah on to it. Before, oh, yeah. Before we hit the record button, we're like, wait, we need a Celsius. And she's like, what is that? And we're like, oh, girl, we're about to put you on. So another so, customer under the belt. So link in our description. You guys already know where to find it. And also moving on to our other very exciting sponsor, Anna Luisa, who is this beautiful, dainty gold jewelry. We got we told you guys about the brand last week. And that's Anna Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Don't get it twisted. 
Yes, they are carbon neutral. So 100% of the carbon emissions related to their products life cycle are completely offset. They also have super fair prices. Their jewelry starts at $39. So there is no luxury markup. Yes. And they have new jewelry collections every Friday. And they are, I just really love supporting a brand that believes in sustainability and is like about their word, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like it's people toss around that word a lot these days. So to see the actual facts on paper of yeah. the actionable steps that they are taking to be sustainable brand is really great. Yeah. And the thing is, because they are such high quality, these are pieces that you are going to have forever they are long-lasting pieces crafted with care from the best noble metals with a 365 day warranty yes and i'm wearing a really pretty necklace right now i just love that it's so on brand for us because it's all really dainty things and just like like, yeah timeless little pieces you can't can't go wrong timeless good good word to explain it um yeah but so anna luisa a-n-a-l-u-i-e SA you guys can find the link in our description and use our link for 15% off as well too yes and our link is analuisa.com slash w-a-w for whiskey and water for 15% off yes all right guys so link in our description for that discount and get yourself some pretty jewelry or your girl or your friend or your sister whatever it is mm-hmm. okay moving on let's do a little catch up squirt squirt what is new and fun in our lives yeah so this past weekend was a fun one yeah I feel like we had a lot of activities. We did. I definitely did. I mean, it was a long weekend. It was fun, though. It was an actual action-packed weekend. Yeah, we love that for <laughs> us. We, um, I went on a party bus. So fun. Saturday. I had FOMO. I didn't know anyone there except for you, and I still had FOMO. It was, guys. It was I don't know so if you guys fun. have done a fucking party bus, but that shit is so fun. Like, I always saw them, like, w- driving through, and I'm like, ew, that shit is so cheesy. <laughs> That's chuggy. No, that shit was fucking fun. I was pop-locking and dropping it on this party bus. So fun. What a great business idea, too. You know, I, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. I was thinking about the overhead here. Yeah. Because all these motherfuckers do is rent a bus. All they're paying they for is the alcohol? fucking... No. Oh, no. you have to bring your own alcohol? Yes. Bitch. And all... We're, all in the, we're in the wrong business. All they're doing is driving around. That's crazy. Like, literally, all they're paying for is gas. And you pay per and head. And insurance and whatever the fuck. Wow. Yeah. I think it was like... It was like 37 or something per head. And then it's BYOB, bitch. So fun. So, what like, we we're definitely tr- trying to find the next occasion that we can rent a party bus and do Whiskey that. Whiskey and water party bus, <gasps> oh baby. Oh, my God. You're onto something. I'm onto something. Um. Anyways, so, yeah. Really fun weekend. What else happened? She took my family photos... Yes. Well, my in, my future in-laws family photos yesterday so that was fun yeah i'm gonna edit those today you know bestie duties of course yeah they were super cute we went to like this park in, in bfe <laughs> they're so great people were like riding horses by us very casual yeah and then we went to outback and i had liner with her family <laughs> it was a very jv type of afternoon um what else happened oh friday i think it was friday one of those days last week we did a little impromptu photo shoot in my backyard and it kind of came out of necessity because we just needed to get this shoot done for this client yeah and there were so like the locations that we typically book i suppose are getting a little bit more popular popular which is really annoying <laughs> um so yeah we'd fucking we're like all right fuck it we're setting up our own goddamn studio we which is something that we have like kind of talked about in the past that what we haven't done it yet is like setting up a backdrop and kind of just like making our own set yeah and like using natural light you know yeah. we were just shooting a direct sunlight and honestly it came i love i love the way it came yeah, out yeah i'm like i these are some of my favorite photos that we've ever shot and i yeah. literally bought a wardrobe rack from target bought a, we double like 
we doubled up sheets so that it wouldn't be see-through we had a nice cream sheet in the back and then we just like floofed it up with nice pompas and vases and, and props. stools and chairs and, and it's whatnot just, it's so cool what you can like make happen yeah you know and, it, and it was like and it was like our first time it was really it was really pretty i'm so yeah. happy with how it came out so you know if you're watching this this is your sign to do a, a backdrop back, in your backyard yeah, do a backyard photo shoot with your friend we need to do that on like tiktok yes oh wait i, I took a video i need to like actually edit yeah. it and make it a tiktok now this that is we your, have the, this is your sign this is your sign um what else has happened so that was that i'm reading a new book and i got back into reading my kindle which i'm very excited about shout out our guest from last week's episode if you didn't already listen go give it a listen that's kenzie's episode kenzie and we nerded out talking about books and reading and she put me back on to reading on my kindle and 10 out of 10 honestly i've been sleeping on it it's been in my nightstand drawer for like the past two years and i probably would have read so many more books had mm. i just stick to that really but it's yeah okay i'm still sleeping on yeah, it. yeah 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 to, yeah to be honest it is because it's just it's very practical it's yeah. small you, can bring you it don't anywhere. have to turn the page you just click, click it. it it has a, the time up there so you like you you know what time it is so I can go outside not bring my phone and and like just enjoy it wow love that it's so great time that's it's the time for me yeah you know so it's great and I'm I'm reading a book called digital minimalism which is dangerous because I might quit my job on Instagram and just go full digital minimalism we love that for you okay and in other very important news, <laughs> I ran into Shaq uh, while I was driving. We few, love that. A few days ago. And just a little cute, funny story. But Tyler's cousin was in town and we're at this red light and we see these two huge dudes in this like Rolls Royce convertible. Fat ass Rolls Royce. Fat ass, like red Rolls Royce. And Chase's, uh, Tyler's cousin Chase is leaning out the window and just like for shits and giggles, he goes, are you Shaq? Ho, 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 ho. And then we're looking at him and we're like, yo, wait, I think that actually is Shaq. And then he goes back out the window meanwhile guys Shaq literally said no like Chase asked are you Shaq and Shaq said nope I'm not it's not me in fact and Chase goes yeah you are and it was just the like we were just dying in the middle of fucking like nowhere yeah well I mean it was Fort Lauderdale but we're just literally it's just the two random red light two of us at a red light at like one in the morning that's so funny how funny is that that's hilarious and it's even funnier that he said no (laughs) I, I, I was saying, I think it would have been even funnier if it wasn't Shaq. Yeah, right. And he came back out like, yeah, you are. Yeah, right. No, it was him. And then Tyler was like, best DJ in South Florida. And he was like, hell yeah. And then he drove off and we were like, wow, that was cool. Just, just South Florida Later, things. Shaq, have a good one. Have a good one, bud. Homie. He's so funny. Shaq bad. is genuinely huge. Oh, he, I your- mean, Rolls Royces are huge cars our, our, yeah you he don't made realize it, he made it look like small he made it look normal like a normal yeah. car that's probably why he drives it is because they are oh, so yeah 100 but like i was looking at it i'm like looks like a normal car it's that's just because he's so massive he is huge anyway he does this like event every year in miami <laughs> yeah. called shaq's fun house and i've been right beside that motherfucker and he is massive. like no like you just don't even realize which is so bizarre that that happened that night because my friend ricky he was a dj at shaq's fun house oh really yes and like we ended up going we went to hit we were coming home from his party so was Shaq no I'm kidding. yeah right <laughs> so funny okay anyways, anyways um, uh, that's our that's our Shaq tangent for today <laughs> <laughs> yeah um oh before we head out we need to share our weekly mm, 
quote. Quote. We're switching it up, guys. Little affirmation. We're switching it up. We're switching it up from the challenge because we got to keep things fun and different for y'all. Hell yeah. So this week's weekly mantra and or quote to really get your week starting right is this. I trust that my powerful intentions combined with my faith are enough to allow my vision to become my reality. Love it. And when we say faith, you know, we're speaking general terms Spirit, spirit, you know, whatever suits you. But for us, it's spiritually. Yeah. Like faith in the universe. Yes, exactly. And if that for you is your faith in a God or in a Jesus or in a baby Jesus, live your truth. And I'm going to repeat it one more time. One more time. Let it really sink in. We want this to resonate with you. (laughs) I trust that my powerful intentions combined with my faith are enough to allow my vision to become my reality. Yeah, and I feel like that also sums up this interview. You yeah, know? It, it does. W- it was great because she kind of just put one foot in front of the other, trusted her path. What did she say that? It's so funny. We both were like, I like that. She said, I like trust my personality enough to know that it's going to be successful or something. She was like, it's in my personality in to my- have a successful business. It's in my personality. It's so funny because I was like, damn. And then you were like, you said out loud, I thought, damn. And then you were like, damn, damn. I like that. And I was like, right? I'm like. That's powerful. That is powerful because it's like it. It, it is. I it am. Is. I am success. I am. I love am that. the living embodiment of success. We love that. All right, guys. We won't hold you any longer. We're going to get into a few more sponsors and then hop right into the interview. We'll see you on the other side. Hell yeah, brother. And we also want to talk about fitness realm, which you guys already know the deal. We've talked about them before. I'm trying to build my dump truck. It's dump truck <laughs> season. It's fatty season. And you guys know that fitness realm is where I'm going for all of the fitness related inquiries. Yeah, so they have articles, they have products, they have vetted all of the things that they have within the actual website, which is really nice. Like we've mentioned before, you don't have to go looking through reviews and trying to find the best product. It's literally just a one-stop shop. You have everything you need right there. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, so go check out Fitness Realm, link in our description. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, and we are live with Leah. How are you today, babe? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. So, so, so excited to be talking to you today. I met Leah years and years ago uh, through social media, and it's just so crazy to see both of us like come full circle and now you're on the podcast. I know. We were, um, like, as we were saying before, you were, you had my first ever tea when I like knew how I was just teaching myself Illustrator, um, the Because I Can Tank, which honestly was so iconic. iconic. Um, yeah, and for the brand, it really set the tone, right? Like those first couple steps that you take for anything, um, obviously you can pivot and do whatever, but you really set the tone. But um, yeah, I just, I love social media because of reasons like this. And I think that if you use social media, like a tool, like you use your navigation system, it can be a really, really awesome tool that um, you can, you know, help your business grow, help your personal life grow, meet really cool people and network. Um, And, you know, a lot of the times people don't even meet up in person, right? Like we've never met in real life, which is really crazy to think. And we, I mean, I would say we have like a pretty good friendship, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, And yeah, if we did meet in person, it would be fine. But it's nice that you can like work with people and you can really like gauge someone's energy and who they are as a, you know, as a, to a certain extent. But I I really love that about social media. And I hope that, um, with all the kind of negative stuff that's going on, people really kind of step back and remember that it can be a really nice thing. And I feel like, I mean, that's a very, very important thing that I try to do in social media every day and not try to make it like this perfect looking, like, you know, curated, like highlight reel where like my life is perfect. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, that's like my my 
I love social media and I honestly love Instagram for that. I think it's just like such a fun place to be. It is. Yeah, it is. And, and you've done such, sorry, you've done such a good job, like really promoting your brand and using it as such a great tool to leverage your audience and your clients and your shoppers. Yeah. And I think that it's really interesting that you kind of pivoted because your first brand was called Millionaires, which is the one that like, that's kind of how we got introduced to each other. And I love that you've kind of pivoted into like, you are your brand and you show up so authentically on your page like you are and I I just I love how genuine like you recently opened up like a flagship store and I love just seeing your process how excited you were about that and like you I love that you don't like try to like flex for the gram at any point like you're very very authentic and you're like just very humble and and I love that but I feel like we kind of almost got ahead of ourselves yeah yeah let's definitely rewind Um, it take it back a bit (laughs) that was like from beginning to like current we like skipped all I know (laughs) so I mean for my for the audience that I'm like for my followers <laughs> for the audience that doesn't know exactly who you are give them a little bit of a rundown who you are what you do where you're from um okay uh wow where to start okay so just <laughs> just a quick real quick I was actually born in Germany moved to Singapore did grade school in Michigan um yeah I know this a lot is all of news to me <laughs> and I went to I graduated high school early and moved back to Germany with my family And then um, I went to New York for school. And this is a question I get all the time that I think is really interesting um, is if I finished college, which I absolutely finished college. Like I think my personality on Instagram comes out like I'm an artist, but I'm, I'm an artist who's actually like a businesswoman. Um, And I think that's why what my brand has taken off to the point where it is, is because being there's so much more that goes into just being creative, like running a whole brand, a successful, profitable brand is absolutely insane like you know what I mean I don't know like yeah. you guys I mean I I do everything from like start to finish graphic design and obviously now I have people helping but in the beginning you know we're like eight years I'm just starting to like see like real money real profits I mean opening a store um but so I finished school and then um yeah, I was in New York for 10 years, just, I mean, the epitome of hustling in New York, (laughs) like doing everything from like meeting every single person that I thought was someone to meet, even if they weren't someone to meet, I was like, okay, let's go. You know, maybe I can learn something from this person, even if it's just like a one liner that night. Um, And then just working all the time and obviously having a lot of fun with it. Um, So during all that whole time in New York, I was developing my brand, which was Millionaires and then switched over in, when did I switch over? It was, I think it was 2017, I switched over from Millionaires to Leah Kirsch, kind of just, you know, I think um, it's, it's like an Alan Watts quote. It's, um, you, you're you not obligated to be the person you were five minutes ago. And I think people who kind of, you know, like, again, going back to social media, they're like, oh, my feed looks like this and my feed looks like this. And I think that um, something that I try to promote is just being authentic to yourself. It's like, oh, wow, like I'm growing. My brand is no longer Millionaires. Like, let me pivot, right? One of my friends um, who's such a dope dude, he was just like, I think one of your biggest strengths is how much you can pivot. Like you went from graphic tees to the Air Force Ones. And like, people really think that, I was, I only have done customizing sneakers my whole career. And I was like, that's so funny because I only did that for maybe two, two out of the eight years, which was a big chunk to customize sneakers for two years. Um, but I think that's where my career really popped off. And that's why people know, um, you know, and now it's like tie dye and some people don't even know about the air force one. So I think just like, um, for the people listening, just like a piece of advice is, um, you know, don't be afraid to try something new and pivot and be like, I, this worked then. And now it's, you know, there's a, there's a totally different trend happening and you know you go with it and it doesn't really matter I think that's what makes people successful and just in life you know being resilient 
Yeah, so so good. And that's something we preach about all the time is just like, especially in the world of entrepreneurship, like pivoting is just the nature of the of the business. Yeah. If you're not pivoting, you're probably not going to end up be being successful. Like you, you absolutely have to, especially with how fast things evolve nowadays, whether it's technology or fashion, how quickly trends are just you know, turning over, you have to have that. It's almost, it, I mean, it's a, yeah, and it's a skill too mm-hmm. of of learning how to be able to pivot and be on your feet and also like not kind of judge yourself for it because yeah. I, I feel like a lot of times people can feel like, oh, this exactly. didn't work and mm-hmm. it was a fail and am I quitting this? And it really shouldn't be looked at like that. It should just be looked at like an evolution of yeah. something, which yeah. is which is natural. Yeah, I mean, I fully shut my brand down and then I reopened it. Like, talk about pivoting. I was like, I'm gonna use my degree and like get a job. And then I got a job and I was like, oh, I was like, this is this shit is not. For Wait, me. tell tell us more about this. I like this. Oh because yeah, we, I can, don't, we can I, relate to this. Yeah, you know, one of my one of my best friends was like, no one ever like you never talk about that. Like, no one ever asks you about that. I'm like, no one ever asked me about that. Even my mom, she's just like, that was so weird that you did that. And like, okay, tell us, Phyllis, like, and so give cool us the tea. Yeah, because I mean, obviously it was a scary thing to do, but I was just like at the point where I was like, okay, look, I'm not making enough money. I was obviously making money, but, and I was like, oh, you know, it's been, when was it? It was like seven years in and I was like, wanted to do, I just, I thought that the brand would have been something else that it was. And I was like, um, I just, yeah, it, I wasn't where I wanted to be. So I was like, okay, might as well try something new, right? Like that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur and like having control over your life is being able to make changes quickly. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I was like, I mean, thinking about it now is just seems totally insane because I don't even know how it happened. I was like, I'm just going to close the brand. Like it was obviously a very big decision. Um, and just like, let God like leave it up and like, whatever happens, happens. Right. And exactly. Like sometimes I, I, I totally subscribe to this message that like things, um, as long as you're working hard the whole time, things that are meant for you will really come to you, Mm -hmm. um, with open arms to opportunity. Right. And that's exactly what happened. I just like came out to LA from New York. I was like, I just got to like change up my life. Right. Like again, pivot. I was like, something is, is not really working here. So what do we need to do to like, you know, just change and like, you know, go down another path or whatever. And, um, I took another job and it was still down kind of like a a startup route, which had the entrepreneurial like, uh, element, but, um, yeah, it was honestly like to not be able to make a decision really quick on my own. It was, it, it was honestly like almost impossible for me. I hope like down, down the line, I don't need another job. And then they're like, okay, well, she said this one time, but um, it was, it was really hard because to, to get approval from three people takes basically like three days or, or right. two days or however long it takes. And the fact that like, I couldn't make a decision in 30 minutes on my own or just calling a friend or a mentor or someone that I kind of confide in um it just like slows the business down especially in the beginning of the business and with covid and um you know not not working with people you can't just walk over to someone's office and it was it was so complicated and it was nothing like i ever knew before and um the business was still like a little wishy-washy so i was like okay well on the side i'm just gonna like still tie-dye sweatpants and like i had you know i know how to run a business and i have everything to run a business and i know you know i already worked out all the hard kinks basically which is like supply um the supply chain um and yeah I just started selling it and all of a sudden it was like boom like just skyrocketed and I was like my mom was like okay this is interesting and I was like I was honestly just like what the fuck (laughs) I was like am I doing this I was like no no I kept to like really lean 
really simple. Like I wasn't even sewing tags into the white sweats that I was tie dyeing. I was like, like this, like as, um, as simple as I could get. And then, um, it kept going well, it kept going well. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do these things differently. I'm going to do all this differently. And then next thing I know, um, I was like busting at the seams of my mom's condo got a little work studio which was 250 square feet and i was in there for six months and now i have a storefront and just like looking back at it i'm just like dude you cannot predict this if you tried you just can't and that's something that like uh, maybe like a lot of entrepreneurs or, or people who are down in the business or like down in their career or far in their career, I should say, would would probably maybe disagree, but like you can have a plan, but like whatever that quote is, like life happens when you're making that plan. And you can, I would never, I mean, granted, like if you asked, if you look at like all my little school sheets and you're like, oh, what's your dream when you were little? Everyone, like mine was always to open a boutique in New York City. So it's like, you know, some of that is kind of real, but like at the end of the day, I, if you would have asked me this a year ago, I mean, I was just like, dude, like I'm going to take a corporate job and get paid and get health insurance and like have like dental and like, you know, do things like the nine to five route because like I have a four year degree in finance, you know, like, okay. That was one of my questions too. I was going to ask what you studied in school. Yeah. Finance and marketing. Um, and I don't want to say that it was useless because there was a lot of very, very valuable information, but, um, real life stuff is only learned in real life. Like, you know, I think college teaches is a trans, I always say this college is a transition period where you're getting away from your parents, where you learn how to do your like schedule, where you learn how to like figure out life on your own before the real world just really fucking eats you alive. (laughs) Right. Right. And then you're like, okay, like I'm kind of prepared for this. And, um, yeah. And having a, a, you know, a school, which is such a privileged thing to say is like having a school on my resume or being able to say that, you know, drop that in a conversation is one of the most valuable things that my parents gave to me was to be like, oh, yeah, I went to Fordham and I studied business. Uh, I have a finance degree. Uh, you know, people right. are like, oh, okay. you're automatically like as a cute girl, you're automatically like, taken a little more seriously, even though you have like 70 more steps to go before someone like <laughs> gives a shit about you. You're just like, okay, this right. person isn't a total like what's the word? Like, she's not totally dumb, basically, you know, because in the beginning, now it's like, oh, I have a store. People like, oh, shit. And it's so funny, because every time someone still walks by the store, they're like, oh, this is your store, because my mom helps me with my business. Um, They're they're like, no, it's my daughter's store. And um, they're like, oh, yeah, well, and they're like, just just your daughter's store. Like, it's still like, literally, people don't believe that, you know, it's happening. So anyway, it's just like going down like a total tangent. But um, <laughs> no, you're good. you know, it, no, it's interesting that you you got your degree in finance, because that kind of gave you the foundation for knowing how to operate your business. Because you know, yeah. like the creativity side, I feel like that is something that most people are just born with. Mm-hmm. So for you to be a naturally creative person, but then also to have that foundation in finance and business, it kind of gives you like the perfect storm of having running a successful business you know where you can be the creative and you can also be the business owner to grow it yeah and I think that's something that um I think well that's why artists have managers right essentially which I think um gets really crazy and toxic if you actually talk to someone who has a manager that's why a lot of artists can't be independent is because Mm -hmm. you if you're running a business you need to make money period it's about your bottom line you know what i mean so it's like great if you can like make really cool art but you know what's that quote um hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard so if you don't know how to work hard and running a business um it's like kind of not exactly relevant to what i was saying but um 
you can't be successful because you can't make money. Therefore, it can't be your living unless you have a trust fund or something like that, you know, right. but like the other day you're running a business, you need to make money. And that's like just point blank what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think, do you feel like in the within the past year from what i'm understanding this is it do you feel like from the past year once quarantine started like the past eight years of you having your own business and you know running your own brand do you feel like the past year was the pivotal moment where things just totally skyrocketed and everything previous to that kind of amounted to that moment um yeah i think i think that i'm gonna say a couple things i think that when starting a business and even I fell prey to this, that there, it takes a really long time if you want to build a really big thing. And even yeah. if it isn't that big, but like, it's pretty big for me starting college with $1,200. Like right. it's a big, I have a store now, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm just selling t-shirts online that are being drop shipped in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that being, having the, again, the privilege to close my brand. I moved in with my mom. I was able to take a step back. I had some money saved up. Um, and for me, like I'm, I'm an extrovert in a way, but I'm very, very much an introvert, which a lot of like people who know me don't believe because I am like very talkative, but, um, it was, I was able quarantine, like, and let me like step back and be like, okay, like, what do I really want to do? It gave me like space and like time to think about how I wanted to run my business. I didn't have any other distractions, which in New York, that was my, that was the biggest um, downfall of New York because there was just like a distraction every single second of every day and if you didn't like do those things I felt like I was missing out on an opportunity that could have been like that pivotal you know upswing moment um but actually it was the exact opposite which you know like you don't know that until you learn that in real life and then right. you're, and it's different for everyone obviously but um yeah to answer your question I think that um it took a long time to lay a really solid foundation, which honestly, that's all, that foundation was like getting to know myself, which I think comes from like the authenticity in my Instagram and the brand and like only making stuff that I would wear and only making stuff that goes with like my core values of the brand, you know? And then, um, yeah, I think quarantine just let me and my, it worked for me and my personality. I know that it, it didn't, you know, do, do well for a lot of people, but, um, you know, take a step back and, and run the brand how I, how I wanted to with all the seven years of knowledge that I got before, right? Because if, if you're like starting a brand in quarantine, it's like, great. You know, tons of people started brand in quarantine and people were shopping online like crazy. But now the quarantine's over, like I, I started helping a couple people with their business and um, they don't know what to do because it's very different. It's just, it's just so different, right? It was like, we basically lived like one year in a different world almost. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So I think that, um, it, it helped in a lot of ways. And, um, obviously it was a very successful year for, um, econ businesses. Mm-hmm. Which is so interesting. Cause you would think during a global pandemic, like we're all struggling financially, but there, I, we've talked to so many and even have had people on the podcast where during quarantine, like that's when their businesses started booming. Um, so it's just interesting. And we, we, during that time, we definitely talked a lot about solar linings within the pandemic. Mm. And I think it's great that you were able to kind of not have those distractions and it only grew your business in a way that you thought would, you know, work like the opposite way. Mm. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I would love to talk about like you hiring help because, you know, you've obviously been running your business for so long by yourself. At what point did you like bring people on so I've always had interns um which 
has been, I mean, I, I do like a lot of it. I think one of my weaknesses is that I, I micromanage and I'm just like, really like <laughs> I said to my, my girl who works for me now, who I absolutely like, she's just like so solid. Her name's Ellie. I was like, um, I'm really chill until I'm absolutely not. And then I just lose my shit and I get so controlling. Like, I'm just like, we're like painting this display table right now. And I'm just having so much anxiety, just like letting her do it because you know, when things are like your baby, you're just like so controlling, but everything else is like, if I trust you with that, I trust you with that. Um, so hiring help is, you know, having interns is, is very helpful and great to a certain point because then you have to start trusting them to do more, um, and things that you can do. So that's kind of been, um, that that's been, you know, hard for me to do, um, until you absolutely really need it. And you're like, Oh, my business is going to fail unless I hire help. And unless I trust people. And so, you know, obviously like, it's a, all of this is a learning experience for me too. It's like, okay, I know these things are happening. Like, and if someone messes up, who's working for me, like what's going to happen? It's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I can just like tap into my like chill mode and who I am like at my core and be like, it's going to be fine, you know? Um, but obviously, and, but my grandpa told me this a long time ago, which is stuck in my head. And I honestly, I think I wish he never said it to me. He said, if you want something done right, do it yourself. And I was just like, yeah. you know, so now every yeah, time- be like that. <laughs> yeah. And I think that like, obviously take everything you hear with a grain of salt but um it's been a little painful for me because hearing that I was like oh like so everything I have to do myself which obviously that's impossible because your business can't grow with just one person running it right um but I, at the same time I think it takes t time to trust people and I think most businesses um I think the hardest thing is finding really good people to work for you for it's sure yeah, we are, we're currently in that phase where we're learning that and we're, we're dabbling with having interns and just realizing like what we would feel comfortable outsourcing versus what we want to handle our own, what we feel like, you know, nervous about letting our control go over. So it's, it's really a tough thing to navigate. And mm -hmm. I haven't thought about it up until we got to this point of like, we need help so bad, but it's also so hard to find that help that's good that works with you that vibes that has the flexibility in their schedule like for everything yeah. to you know align. the stars for everything align. to check the check boxes it's tough yeah. it really yeah. is even yeah. with paid work it's not even like you know I would pay my interns I would I mean obviously now I pay Ellie she's like a she's a she's a part-time employee but um you know, it's, it's hard to find help. And I think that just kind of accepting that no one's really going to care as much as you care is a really like kind yeah. of like calm place to be because it's like, okay, mm. look, like, and like they, sh they, 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 they just never will because it's not their baby, you know? And like, you've been like, I've been through blood, sweat and tears. I've like, oh my gosh, the ruined relationships over my business, like on, you know? Um, so I think kind of just accepting that. But then once you find someone who's really good, you're just like, oh my God, please never leave. Yeah, <laughs> you know, never leave. Ever. And then when you find it and you trust that person, then you have the fear of them leaving. So it's kind of like just this never ending thing. And I think just right. as an entrepreneur and someone who's, you know, you guys know, like you just have to um, accept that you never know what's going to happen. You just don't know what's going to happen. And you have to just like let it go. We can kind of like control it as much as we can. But at the end of the day, like it's not up to us, you know, it's really. Yeah. yeah. And it's about like working, making the best of the situation that you're handed. Um, and also setting yourself up for success, yeah. you know, like like something that we're actually putting into um, like operation right now mm -hmm. is a um, it's an SOP, a standard operating procedure. Um, because we, of course we do have our assistant who works on a lot of our projects, but we kind of wanted to build out this like infrastructure so that like 
you know one if anything were to happen like if she decided that she didn't want to work for us anymore or if we decided that we wanted to hire additional help that we already have this sop in place so that it's going to be a lot easier to have someone step into her role or any role really and kind of just see how things run like the foundation and like what like you know our business looks like so that we're kind of not starting from scratch again you know yeah Mm -hmm. So definitely yeah. preparation yeah. and it helps as well. And I really like what you said about you have to just accept the fact that no one is going to care as much as you do. Because no, yeah. that, that's that's great advice because yeah. it's like you really you can't expect that from someone like, you know, you wouldn't. I mean, you could care a lot like you could really love and care and yeah. be passionate about something, but you will never fully, fully care about it at the level of the founders or the creators of whatever that is. And yeah. I think that's really great advice for us to take, too, because it's it's almost unfair to expect that from people. Yeah, ex- that's know? what I was going to say. Yeah, it's, it's unfair. Like and it doesn't mean that you have to like write this person off and shove them aside. Like, Oh, they don't care at all. It's just that they're never going to feel the things that you feel about your business because you have put so, I mean, this is like, at this point, it's like, I don't even know who I am without my business, which might be unhealthy. It's like, but that was one of the reasons why I was like, I need to close this business. Like who I, who am I? I started this in college. So, you know, I didn't even kind of get that. Like you're still figuring out who you are in college. And then I I was like, this is so much of my identity. Like, is this who I am? And is this what Mm -hmm. I love? Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, that was another like really awesome thing. I actually never, I haven't thought about that. That was like, one of like, I wrote down things that I wanted to like figure out um, after closing the business. And so now it's like, okay, sure. Like I love clothes. I definitely am an entrepreneur. Like I can't get away from it. And um, yeah, I just like want to run a, run want to run a company. Yeah. That's awesome. And it also helps you like, just to talk about the uh, like help again, it also helps you give them grace too, you know, like yeah. it, it gives yeah. you more of a reason yeah. to be like, okay, it's, they're yeah. doing their best. And yeah. it, it's also funny though, because it's like, you want to hire someone who's like really ambitious, has a bunch of goals. And then you come to realize that these people are like, you know, they have goals other than yours and you're yeah. like, well, well yeah. shit, you know, yeah. but I think, I think just communicating I mean, this goes for every, in every area of life, um, communicating as best you can is what is, is the, like, it will be the saving grace. Like I told Ellie in the beginning, I was like, look, I'm super chill, but I'm t- like, until I'm not. And I just really like things my way. Um, so just do that as best you can. And I'm going to be as clear as I can. Like, so right now she's like painting a display table and I'm like, I'm being so crazy about that. You know, I'm not being crazy to her, but I'm like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. You know, just like communicating it with her, like. I don't want anything to go wrong because we're having trouble with it. And it's like the main centerpiece in the store. Like it can't be wrong. You know what I mean? Right. And so I'm just like communicating. She's like, dude, I totally get it. I'm like, it's not that I don't trust you. It's just that I'm feeling crazy about this. And that's just what's happening with me right now. She's like, and she's so fucking cool. She's just like, dude, I get it. Like, it's fine. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, communicating that with her. She's just like, okay, cool. Like Leah's being crazy about this. I'm going to be extra careful. And if I was like, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, don't do it. Like, please right. don't, like, I can handle it, but like, yeah. obviously you can get ahead. Um, and I just think like, again, that makes it, it's really nice to have a small business because you can communicate with everyone who works for you directly, right? Like having like some issues with another area of the business. And I told them, I was like, look, like if we can't turn this ad account, ad account around, like you guys are fired. You know what I mean? Like, this is on you. I'm giving you one last chance. And if you Great. can't, then, you know, like it's, it's done. And it's not that like, again, I'm like saying like, I don't mind paying anyone for doing their job, but if you guys aren't making me money, I can't pay you. Right. And then at the end of the day, they can't be mad because they had a total heads up, you know? And like, I think that that's like, um, 
and again, like with Ellie, I'm like, dude, if you're running late, just shoot me a text. Like I'm never going to be mad. If you can't come in, if you're feeling sick, if you're going to go on vacation, dude, just let me know. So I can plan. I'm going anyway. to, you know, yeah. What I mean? And just like, I feel like, um, I feel like people kind of get nervous around things like with things or I don't know. I feel like it's just not talked about enough where like people like, okay, like let's just, even in relationships, friendships, like, dude, you need to talk about how you're feeling, even if you feel like it's a small thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. No, it's yeah, we, great. We, we can relate we're, so, we're there. We're so there. much yeah. to this. And it's also really helpful. Like if, if your help that you're hiring just knows not to take anything personally, you know, like even yes. over the centerpiece, it's like, it's not that you don't trust yeah. her. Yeah. Anyone, anyone could be doing it for you. It's like, it's not you, it's me. Like, don't yeah. take anything I say personally. And that's something that we're really kind of struggling with is like learning how to be bosses because we're so afraid of being a bitch or micromanaging or like hurting feelings. And we're, it's been really challenging for us, honestly, to learn how to specifically be me. a boss. <laughs> <laughs> because like I, and I'm, I'm very blessed and and I can't even imagine you as like a single like the business like you are the business owner like it's so nice to have someone like a Olivia soundboard when we yeah we can be each other's sounding boards and being like oh does this sound mean or does it sound yeah. whatever but it's like we also we had a conversation with um with our assistant and we were like hey you know we love you Kennedy we love you we, you're great <laughs> but we were like we're gonna start telling you um to just figure it out you know, whenever you ask us a question, we're just going to say, figure it out. And I'm going to like, what you was know, it? F-W- F-I-F-O, figure it the fuck out. So we're just, F-I-F-O. Yeah. So FIFO. we're just sending FIFO. <laughs> FIFO. Um, and we're like, listen, and we don't want you to take it personally at all. Cause and you do have to preface it. You can't just be like, figure it out. It's yeah. Like, hey, no, we're going to start telling you to figure it the fuck out because we know you can, Yeah. but we don't want to be mean about it. And so yeah. we literally just communicated that and guess what Kennedy Kennedy be figuring shit out <laughs> yeah seriously but I do actually like for our own selfish reasons and for anyone listening who is scaling their small business I want to ask you like what you feel like your best advice is for people in our position who are struggling with how to be good bosses because it's like we want to be cool to work with but we also like need to need put the balls down. to be like hey if you don't do this in the timeline and successfully then you're fired like we have a hard time yeah. like really putting our foot down like that oh god that's something yeah. help us <laughs> um I've just that's been my personality since day one and I think like I probably like my family's just like, oh, Leah's this way and she's always going to be this way. And it's so annoying, but like, it really makes for a good like leader and a boss. Um, okay. So your question is how to, how do to have balls. <laughs> okay. Um, I would, I mean, yeah, I'm actually a very empathetic person. So at the same time, I, I do struggle with that a little bit, but like, right. I don't know, just like, don't be afraid of doing it. And also you can be kind about it while still being stern yeah you know until you cross until you have to cross the line of just being like a straight up crazy bitch Bitch. you know like I was actually trying to get papers um vet papers back from the ER and they wouldn't I started out nice and then I started out night like a little less nice and then I started out stern and like you know whatever Mm -hmm. and then I just completely lost like I was I was red my mom was like oh my god like my daughter's totally crazy I was like (laughs) I was like, I just, oh my God, I totally just, and I was like, this is what, you know, I was like, probably, oh my God, I was like boiling. Um, And I mean, that's where where we don't want to get. Yeah. I think that that's a really rare place to go, but I think like being, um, being like kind and stern and clear about it is fine. You know, like, and I think people, 
people can expect that, you know? And I think people respect it also when you're like, Hey, look, like if you're telling your assistant, like, look, we really trust you. We're at a place in our business relationship where, um, you're doing a great job. You know, um, there's actually a really good, I'm going to figure out what it is. It's this guy. Oh, it's the Paul Mitchell guy who's, who spoke at Stanford, dude, life changing. Life what is it? He, had, he was working out of his car. He got bottles made. He found a friend to um, uh, do his voicemail on his answering machine and figure out. He just like um, and he oh dude, I I wrote down notes from it and I I I posted it up. It's it's the probably the most valuable information in forty minutes. Every time I need like I actually haven't listened to it in a long time, but um. He was saying, before you say something bad, say something good or like not bad, but before you kind of go in with some advice or some criticism, I guess is the right word, go in with something like constructive. So be right. like, I really love where we are in our business relationship. Like you're doing such a great job, but I really need, and, and, and we trust you now, right? And we really need you instead of asking us every little thing, take like 10, 15 minutes, try to figure it out. Unless you're really to the point where you're struggling then come to us because mm-hmm. we need to, we hired you to do these things so that we don't have to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Sometimes people need that extra little bit of direction. And like Ellie, she doesn't, she's just like, dude, all the orders are fulfilled. All this is done. And sometimes I'm like, did you take the tags out? I love everything here. Is everything marked? Are you sure? Are you sure? And she's like, yeah. Is Ellie looking for a job? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's like, do not headhunt my assistant. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I love that though. And I think it's really important because it also, it helps with like, instilling confidence into your like people as well because like if you go into a conversation negative they don't know where it's going yeah they could you know they could like am I getting fired they could be in a defensive like mode and be like shit am I getting fired right now and it's like I feel like when you start off with that constructive criticism and like kind of reassuring them it's like we're on the same team here like you know I'm working towards you know our best interests Mm -hmm. not like just trying to criticize you and bring you down it's like no you've been really great however I feel like here's where we can improve yeah yeah and I think also like you said communication I mean that will make or break it but I think also giving everyone the opportunity but on both sides to talk about constructive criticism because it's like if you don't open the door for that communication and that transparency it might not ever happen and things might start to boil up and become resentment at that point oh yeah so I think it's a really healthy thing to maybe install like once a month or once a week hey what's one way you feel like we can improve here's how we feel like you can improve and that way it doesn't make it so you know like if they have something on their mind or if we have something on our mind we don't have to like awkwardly wait for a chance to kind of bring it up in conversation like it gives everyone an opportunity to get something off their chest yeah I agree and, and something that you always say as well, which I try to keep in mind, is that there's a way to say everything. Like, <laughs> we're really, really good at giving advice. I don't know about <laughs> taking your own. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. But you always say that there's, like, a way to say everything. And I think that that's so true. It's like, you know, you can... Even the com- hardest thing. Even the hardest thing. You can communicate everything to the, like, most effective of your ability yeah 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 (laughs) there's a way to say everything (laughs) no that's great um I want to pick your brains and talk more a little bit about social media because you have really used it as such a powerful tool you've gotten things I mean for me I'm like you've gotten your shit on Addison Ray. I feel like that's so fucking cool and to me that's why people oh yeah people always ask me I did another like Instagram live and they're like how'd you get it on Halsey I'm like her stylist reached out to me and I I think that like even though my presence on social media or my following I should say is small um you know eight years is a long time to be doing this and like the brand is on people's radar right like right 
Um, so I think that just goes back to saying that like this instant gratification generation that we live in is so bad. Yeah. I think it's so bad. Even for me, sometimes I'm just like, whoa, like I, I like have to, I always remind myself of that. Like, dude, like there are things that I can't be doing because I am not old enough. Like I just, I haven't been in business long enough. You know, it won't be that way. And I didn't raise any money. If I had my, if I raised like half a million dollars, totally different situation, PR, right. press, advertising, celebs, placement, everything, you know, but like, that's not how I'm running my business. If you're running your business like that, fucking go for it, you know, but that's not how I'm doing it. I wasn't, again, I wasn't planning on this going this way. I was hoping it would. Um, I think it's in my personality to like have something be successful um but love that yeah, yeah so i know it's in, <laughs> it's in my personality <laughs> to have something be successful period <laughs> period period that, that part no, what i was saying is to my to this other girl we did a little talk um like as entrepreneurs our resting state is different than other people's resting state right mm. like my resting state is like let's go 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 like the grittiness is there it can't like there's nature versus nurture right like some of the stuff just like it can't it can't be another way. Sometimes I'm like, okay, like, you know, when I did like the nine to five idea that I had, I was like, okay, like, this is cool. Like I can do this. And it was just like, well, I got to have a side hustle. Like, what am I doing with all this free time? You right. know, and sure. That could be unhealthy, but it's not going to be any other way. So like, I'm just going to accept it and just know that that's who I am. Cause I mean, a big thing about being successful is getting to know yourself and your strengths and your weaknesses and all that stuff. Um, but yeah. So anyway, going back to the original question about social media, um, yeah, I just, I think that the brand is kind of on people's radar. And like, I know Dee Delaney, like Dee Glazer for so long before, you know, and like my relationship with her when she oh now God, has I forgot her. I love her. Olivia yeah. loves her. I love her. Yeah, like my relationship with her now that she's like popping is what it is because we've had four years. Right. Build that relationship with money. You just can't. Mm -hmm. Like we're fucking mm -hmm. homies. Like I got her back anything she needs. She's got my back. You know what I mean? Like she's Justin Bieber's backup dancer. She's not just like a dancer on the, you know what I mean? Right. Even if you're dancing on the street, that's cool. But like we are where we are because of those four years that we've had. And you don't get that unless you can put in that time. You can't get that with instant gratification. You just yeah. can't you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that like getting, I think, um, I don't know how Addison found me, but yeah, she just DM me. She just DM me like a heart and I was like, Hey, love you. And I was like, I don't know who this girl is, but she's got 13 uh, followers. So, I'm cute. doing it wrong. I just yeah. need to be DMing hearts yeah. to brands. Yeah. I don't That's know. You wild. know like, that no, you also need 13 million followers. Sorry. What? I'm on my way. <laughs> no, yeah. On your way. Yeah. But, um, and then yeah, Halsey stylist reached out to me. Um, so and then dope. knowing people like the girl who works for me, um, I don't know if I can say what she does for this one stylist, but you know, you just, you just meet people in the industry. It's just, and that comes with time. Yeah. You know? And it's, I think, go I ahead. That. Sorry. I don't mean no, to interrupt you. I was done. Okay. <laughs> and I think it's so great that it's so, it comes so organically because yeah. those are truly the best relationships. Like we have a friend, Bianca, who we go way back with, with her brand, Myra Swim. And we were wearing her first line and now Jennifer Lopez and the Kardashians and like the biggest celebrities are wearing her stuff. And it's so, it's such a genuine like support for one another. And you can't, like you said, you can't rush that. Like that only comes with time. You can't yeah. pay for that. Yeah. I mean, that's why when people like you see, you see people like, oh, this person's like my day one. And it's like, oh, why does that, like, why do people talk about that so heavily? And I, I kind of noticed myself doing it. I was like, dude, this person believed in me before I could, you know, like Jessica, like if you need something, obviously you too, Olivia, but like, if you need something like, dude, it's done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you fucked with me before 
the internet fucked with me when I had what, like, I don't know, 10,000, 2000 followers, you know? And that's cool because that means something more than like, like if I paid you $500 for an Instagram post, I was like, cool, this girl like obviously thinks the stuff's cool because she's wearing it, but also money is cool. 500 bucks is like a lot for an Instagram post. Right. Like, that's cool, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's so much more genuine and it truly is like a brand, a true brand ambassador. Like they believe in your shit. They rock your shit. They put other people onto your shit. Like even when she was rocking the sweatpants and like the sets, I was like, what is that? That is so dope. And oh, she's yeah. like, I'll put you on DM her. She's sick. And I'm yeah. like, okay, bet. No, yeah. dude, it's crazy. Just like bringing it back to like your first line. Like I remember like receiving that package and I was living in, like I was basically living in my college dorm and I remember shooting your pieces like in like the courtyard of my dorm with like a friend who had a camera yeah. and like it's just like I could I like still ha- like have the pictures in my head because yeah. I was like I'm so sick ladies is pimps too <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, that was that was the influencing before like that was yeah influencers. I mean I had the millionaires influencer crew like when people yeah. are talking about influencers I was like can I just like kind of give my what what is it called like a what, I don't even know what pat on are. the back kudos yeah like kudos to me like I had millionaires influencer crew like I had this whole sign up thing going but before influencing and I was like whatever no one's gonna fucking believe me if I tell them that anyway but like you know knowing those things but like that that's cool you know yeah that was dope. that was literally and back in like 20 yeah 14 and that only comes with time and I think that's just a great reminder for anyone listening that you there's certain things that you just cannot rush and yeah. that you cannot pay for and I, and I actually loved what you said earlier. You were like, there's things that like you haven't gotten to yet simply because you're not old enough and that you haven't been in like the industry long enough. Yeah, and it's great. like, although you, you know, you did have some like skyrocketing in like sales in the past like year or so, it's like everything that you have done up until this point has like led you there. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it wouldn't have happened without. It's not yeah. like, oh, I, I launched the Air Force One, you know, customized shoe and it took off. It's like, no, you had to do everything previous to that yeah. to get to that place. Yeah. You know? yeah and it, it speaks volumes about just like trusting the process. And like you said, just doing the right things, every doing the right next step because you just don't know what your path is going to look like. You just have to trust that the next step is your best decision and move forward with that and trust that. And that it's like leading you to your highest path yeah yeah totally no there's there's so much that goes into it and um what I was gonna say just real quick is that what come with those relationships you can't um and I think this is why my brand people re I mean I I probably have like the highest repeat customers out of any small business that I know I don't know I don't know if that's true because we don't know numbers but like it's it's like astronomically high everyone who looks at my numbers are like I have people who've placed like 40 orders wow like over and over and over okay that's actually crazy no that's what i'm saying it's like it's actually insane like i don't even have that many products but like people are people you know um they're diehard right and it's cool but i think that um is there's some things that you can't fake like with money you can pay people and now especially i think even if people know that it's paid or like a like a sponsored ad i mean i run ads right but um i think that i mean there, yeah, there's things that, you know, money can't buy. Like you can't buy that authenticity where you're just like, like yeah. you said, Olivia, like that's a true brand ambassador. Like Delaney is on my, like she's repping the clothes because she loves this shit. It makes her feel good. And people can see that. You right. can't pay for that. No, nope, you, you can't. Shit, you know? You can't. And and we always say like, you know, obviously we're influencers and we talk a lot about the influencer industry. And what I always say is that influencing does work because us as influencers are influenced by other 
people like so many of the things that we buy and the products i mean it it just works it yeah. just works i'll literally be wearing something and i'm like oh yeah i saw so-and-so wearing it or it just that's why her like for example d for her to rub your brand so hard like people see that people see it's not it's not a one-time yeah you know paid post. post you know she's rocking it it's a lifestyle she believes in it and that, sure. that makes him so much more like it makes it so much more enticing for someone to want to spend their own money on that you know for sure and i think that i think that you know there is a really big distinction between like you know people paying someone one time for a post and then people that are actually believing in it and that's why and i think that's kind of why kind of like going off topic but i think that's why tiktok is so huge as well is because like people are posting their genuine organic reactions to brands products xyz and that's why they go viral and shit sells out because Mm -hmm. people are like that bitch is not gaining anything from this right you know she has no reason to to, you know fluff it up or do anything yeah she's really just trying to put people on yeah like it's a true recommendation yeah yeah exactly it's like and there's actually good people yeah exactly and there i feel like everything is so saturated right now that it's like i don't want to buy anything unless it's recommended to me like i don't want to buy any skincare any sunscreen any clothing you know what i mean i'm not taking any chances yeah because it really there's so many products to choose from it's like people need some sort of direction Mm -hmm. to to spend their money how do you know and when you have the influencers or when you have people word of mouth there's this trust that's already built in. And when you have that, then, you know, that's what you're saying. You, it's, it's a recommendation. So you can, you trust it. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to buy that now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I saw your mask were on AOC. Yeah. So I would love to talk about that and like how you got them on her and like kind of what that process was like for you. Yeah. And you know, I really so feel AOC, like this is an ode to your adaptability as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, AOC and I are friends. <laughs> Casual. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, actually, no, it, it, it does make sense. You guys were yeah. in New York. I guess. Yeah. Hey. So, and Flex. yeah, and this is, again, like why this is just goes with everything that I'm saying. One, authenticity. Two, it takes years to do this stuff. Three, um, dude, you gotta, like, I, I don't want to say go with the flow because I, then that quote pops in my head where it's like, only dead fish go with the flow and shit. But like, you have to, <laughs> like. my quotes. I like it yeah I am haunted by quotes Same. I, really, I really am too oh my god yeah like I love them but like sometimes I'm just like oh my god um um like I I got the a job at coffee shop which is where AOC worked one of her jobs and you know who the hell would have known that she would be who she is today she right. had an idea that she was going but she, I, she saw my because i can shirt and um she obviously stood out from everyone and we we you know we were as close friends as we could have been while working in a restaurant industry and i never got too far in the restaurant industry because i was only there for three months and it was very temporary my best friend was working there and she was trying to pull me out of like a rut i was in um, a party rut i was in actually and um she was like give me some structure in your life i'm like okay like i'll do this you know i was like if you think it's a good idea like let's try it out you know again like no ego just try it out like um uh anything to grow right and um so we i don't know if i should say this i don't know but we used to call her sandy so i don't maybe that was like uh anyway her name was sandy so aoc i guess we'll call her um she was like i really love you because i can't shirt i want to buy it i was like oh dude i'll give it to you like don't worry she's like no, no i want to buy it i want to support she goes you know it really resonates with me because i'm gonna run for congress one day and i was like you know you hear people who are like oh i want to be an actor i want to be an actress i want to make a movie i'm writing a script it's like cool 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 and she's like i don't run for congress i'm like bitch that's fucking cool you know yeah, yeah. i was like i can totally see you doing that i don't know anything about what that entails but 
that's awesome. And I, you know, like you, you totally should, (laughs) you know, next thing you know, like, you know, we're all like still close friends because that was a very tight knit community at coffee shop. I don't know if you guys know anything about that, but like goes way back to the eighties anyway. Um, all the servers and the hostess, you know, we were all like, we were all homies, like real close. Um, for three months, you know, real close. I, for me, that was only there for three months, but some of those girls worked there for like eight years. Um, and when she, yeah, I just DM'd her on Insta. Or I think I texted her cause um, she's still the same phone number. And I was like, Hey, I'd love to send you some masks. Um, and she just sent me her address. And um, I think I followed up with her on Instagram and I was like, um, hey, just wanted to make sure you got the mask. And like two seconds later, she texted me a photo of a Getty, a Getty, a, is it called Getty Images? Yeah. A photo of her wearing the mask. She's like, yeah, I wore it. And she wore it like inside out so you could see the Leah Kirsch label. I think she did that. I don't know if she did that on purpose, but I'm like, dude, what a fucking homie. That's sick. Oh, yeah. And that, that goes what for like, I feel like why, one of the reasons, obviously she's so, so beyond smart and so well-spoken, but um, she just like, you can't fake that kind of stuff. People see that and they feel it. And they're just like, this girl is that way. And people are just craving that, especially like you said, Olivia, in like a world that's just totally saturated by tons of curated fake stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just like, that was, and that was, that was huge for me. I paid for, I, I got some PR, which was cool, you know, um, had some extra money and then a bunch of articles wrote me up and that's how I got verified on Instagram because of that organic stuff. And I was like, kicking myself a little bit because you know I, I invested some money in the PR and um and I was like dude it's always the organic shit for me it really is yeah I think that's amazing because I mean it just speaks volumes about what works and what not what doesn't work but like just trust that the organic things yeah. that happen within your business are always going to be like your most successful moments and mm-hmm. like your and vice versa your most successful moments are always going to be the things that come naturally and organically I think that's so fucking dope yeah 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 wow this has been amazing i feel like we could really keep going on forever and ever but um congratulations on everything and like we can't wait to come visit your your store yes oh my god we'll do like we'll make it like a thing yeah Yeah. oh i'm down i'll do a youtube vlog on it like whiskey and water meetup um but yeah amazing congratulations on everything if people want to follow your journey and your brand and learn more about you where can they follow you at um, it's Leah Kirsch across the board. Keep it simple. Okay, cool. And how do you spell Kirsch? Uh, K-I-R-S-C-H. Don't okay, worry. cool. And that'll be in our um, show notes as well. Yes. But, but before we let you go, we're going to ask two questions um, that we ask every guest. So the first one is, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? I know you're a quote gal, um, so if you want to throw a few out there, <laughs> totally fine. Okay, wait. Um, I feel pressured. No. Yeah, you're um, good. Okay. Take your time. No, no, okay. P- best piece of advice, of life advice? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. not business advice. Just like Nope. Okay. Um, honestly, just to keep it simple, it would just be to be authentic to who you are as a person. It will make life a lot easier. Love that. Love it. Simple. To the point. Yeah. Um, what's the second question? Oh, okay. What is your <laughs> best biz pro tip so it could be an app that you use or a mindset tip or literally anything that you do that you feel like people are missing out on or they need to know um the first thing that comes to my mind which is again I'm like I keep things really lean and simple is um use a calendar like use a calendar write things down plan things schedule things and like you know I just feel like 
people don't do that. Like people are just all over the place. And um, I guess that's kind of like a lame piece of advice. I don't know. I just really, really, really rely on my calendar and I have a system that works for me. Like I write things down and then I have a calendar with my appointments. And I think that like, um, I'm a little neurotic about it, but um, like I have to rewrite my to-do list every night before I go to bed. It's like my way of journaling, but I think people need to figure out a way to plan their days, especially, you know, as an entrepreneur, this is business advice for an entrepreneur. Um, because otherwise you will just get mixed up and messy and yeah, it, won't, yeah. it won't work, especially as like you, it just won't work. You know, you'll just be like doing a million things and you do a million things halfway and then you have half a million things done and that one yeah. done. Yeah. You know? I so, yeah. No. I would... That's, that's great advice. I, I need yeah. it. Also we actually just got that. two new planners. As yeah, well, we so. did. So perfect. Start using it. Perfect timing. Love yeah. that. Thank you so much. This was so, so good. And brothers, if you enjoyed this conversation, of course, take a screenshot, tag us, let us know you're listening, leave a rating and review on the podcast app, and we'll see you next week for another episode. Bye, Bye guys.